0: Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve.
1: Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, this is the second uh, session uh, for Steps 4 through 9. Um, and uh, we, we wrapped up with uh, step, uh, step 5 and uh I think we have have uh a couple of questions from from before okay all right um, uh we'll and and then we'll look at uh we'll be looking at step six in a minute and if you've got your uh got your uh uh book with you um, we will uh we will uh, uh, uh move on starting at the bottom page seventy five go ahead.
0: I'm a grateful recovering sexaholic. My initials are S.A.
1: Hello. Um, So I just had a question about uh, the fifth step that says, you know, um, uh, about the nature of our, sharing about the exact nature of our wrongs. So I just wanted to understand what is what does it mean when we say the exact nature of our wrongs. That's my question. Okay. Okay. we start by uh, sharing the the story, and what we get to as a result uh, of, I think, is a result of, of an effective fifth step is we come to see, as as I suggested before, that while we can change the names of 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 the people at whom we're resentful, the names of the people we harm, and so forth, that the exact nature of our wrongs resolves into just a very. Small list, and that is that as a result of trying to live on self will, uh, we find ourselves uh, 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 being selfish, uh, self centered, self seeking. I'm just, I mean, there's nothing magic about this list, but I'm taking this from, from, from the book uh, 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 fearful, dishonest, inconsiderate and uh and and again this, this this I've written it out and then when I discuss it it becomes very clear how how these how the the exact nature of these wrongs plays out time and time and time again and uh and and uh um uh, I will offer a uh, uh just for your consideration uh of uh, uh a proposition that that uh, my sponsor gave me uh, 23 years ago, um, there are two and only two possible motives for any action that we ever take. One is love, which originates from God, and the other is fear, which originates from self. If anybody finds a uh, third uh, uh, motive, please let me know. Uh, I've had uh, hundreds of alcoholics and sexaholics working on this for almost a quarter of a century, and we we haven't gotten a third one yet. And believe me, we would very much like to have one because it might be easier and softer than all this work we're doing. But uh, um, every one every one of the of the, the the defects that I that I have discovered is always rooted in fear. The only reason I'm dishonest is because I'm afraid of what happens if I tell the truth. The only reason I'm selfish is because I'm afraid that if I don't take care, of number one, I'm not going to get what I need. And I can go through each one up just time and again. And what I find out is fear, 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 fear. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And uh, and so so when I learned how, uh, as it as it promised, uh, 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 I, you know, I told you that that. The promise of it once we commence to outgrow fear, uh, that, that's on page 68. That, that's the, that's the great promise for me. Once I, once I can commence to outgrow fear, I can commence to outgrow the other problems. And later, uh, 15 years later, uh, Bill wrote the 12 and 12, and he says we think freedom from fear is, is more important than freedom from want. And, and, uh, I believe that's true. So, at the end of step five, uh, it, it says that after we finish talking with our sponsor, uh, we, and, and, and we've, we've spilled everything we've got. It says, suggests at the bottom of page 75, returning home, we find a place where we can be uh, quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing, uh, what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know Him better. Taking this book down from our shelf, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps. Reading the first five proposals, the first five steps, we ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? Are the stones properly in place Have we skimped on the cement, put into the foundation, Have we tried to make mortar without sand?" And, and, uh, and this is something to spend some time in consideration. That would be, uh, uh, prayer and meditation. Then on page 76, if we can answer to our satisfaction, we look at step 6. Are we now ready to have God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable? After step 4 and 5, I was so sick of The consequences of the way I'd been living my life, I really was ready for a change. Because I'd written them down, now I've discussed them with a couple, with, with a couple of, well first, with my sponsor, and that's where I took this time. And, and I've looked and seen how it's, how it's all played out, and I'm ready for this to go away. Uh, if we cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us be willing. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was still afraid that if I let go of my anger, which really was more like rage, if I, if I didn't have that energy to push back against all those bad people, I was afraid that they would kill me and eat me. And so, so I was still ha- had problems with anger, uh, but I asked God to help me be willing to put aside my anger. Uh, so that's step six. Then it says, when we're ready, we say something like this, My Creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have now completed step seven. Um, now, that is an excellent first pass. It really is for step six and seven. And that's what I do with my sponsees. Now, uh, as I, as I said, 15 years later, Bill wrote, uh, the, the 12 and 12. And if you, uh, if you read step six and seven in there, you'll find there's a lot more to it, uh, that he discovered along the, the process. And I commend that to you. And I, and, and I, after we, after we get through 8 and 9, and, and in the middle of 10, 11, and 12, at some point I can go back and I read steps 6 and 7 out of the 12 and 12. With, well, actually, I read all the steps uh, with my sponsees, uh, but especially 6 and 7, uh, uh, I, I think, because they're so short in here, there's so much more to them. Um, so so now we've got we've gotten completed up to step seven, and it 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 goes on. It says now we need more action. Remember, I told you at the beginning of this, a decision without action is not really a decision. Okay, I, I assure you that when when Eisenhower decided that June 6 was going to be D-Day, there was a lot of action after that. Okay, when when. Uh, uh, when whenever we make a decision, it has to be followed by action. and and here and, and you're gonna as you read through the big book, you're gonna see this action word show up many times. It says now we need more action. and uh, and then it says let's look at steps eight and nine. We have made a list of all persons we have harmed and to whom we are willing to make amends. We made it when we took inventory. That's on page seventy-six. And uh, and 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 what I what I want to suggest is this is why I why I personally this was my well my sponsor told me the reason I did it the first time is then my sponsor told me to. Uh, but, uh, my sponsor has a, has a, and I have a deal that if he ever tells me to do something he can't show me in the literature, I don't have to do it. And, um, you yeah, know, I've been, I've been, I've, I've been looking for, waiting for 23 years to remind him of, uh, of him saying that back in 1984. I'm sorry, not 84, uh, 1994. Uh, but he just won't stray away from the literature. Um, anyway, this is where we look at steps. So we've already made the list, but, but what I do is I go back through, because I didn't harm everybody to who, towards whom I had a resentment. Some of them I did, but not everybody. So I need to figure out who have I really harmed, and I, I go through that list. Uh, and and, uh, and in, 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 in so doing, I, I, I write down the person... And what I believe to be the harm uh, that I did to that person, um, then I become and, and remember it says became uh, became uh, uh, willing to make amends to them all, and uh, and that willingness uh, comes some comes it it comes quicker with some uh, than with others. Uh, there are some people that I really want to make make amends uh, to as soon as I I can as soon as I can get clarity on on the the nature of the harm and, and and what an amends might look like and there's others that that maybe I haven't completely forgiven or I'm I'm afraid remember that word fear keeps coming up I'm afraid of what will happen if I make this amends. Uh, but but uh but uh, I don't have to I don't have to get I don't have to be willing to make all the amends before I can start making any of the amends, but eventually, I have to become willing to make amends to them all. Um, so I go through and I try to get a list of the people I've harmed to, and and exactly what it is I did, is I did to harm them. And, uh, and 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 at this point, before we move any further, I want to refer you to page 123 of the White Book, which is steps 8 and 9. And uh, the very first heading that Roy has here is the indelible list. We've always had this list inside us. It was burned into our brains. That was the problem. We kept pushing it under, covering it, over drugging it, running from it, or trying to sex it out of existence. But those names, faces, and scenes just kept coming back to haunt us. And the more we pretended we were not blameworthy, the more wrong we did and the longer the list got. And uh, and and, and uh, then he goes on uh, a little bit later to say uh, uh, that if our fourth and fifth steps were thorough, names probably popped out as we said every turn. Uh, uh, now we draw them all together in one single list okay? Um, and, and then uh, 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 later he talks about uh, the idea that, that, that there may be some people where when we think about them we have some sort of really uncomfortable feeling and there may be un, unfinished business there I'd like to get those names down and, and discuss it because 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 at some point it's going to become. If I will sit with people who have done this process dozens of times, they will help me see what it is in myself that is being that is disturbed when I when I consider these people, and it always comes back to something that 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 in me it's afraid and i need to get i need to get clarity on how i can set this right so that i can be free i i i want to to be free to go anywhere in the world where a free man can go i don't want to have any fear about running into anyone um it in the big book, it talks about how uh, it ha- it it covers a lot of the, uh, the 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 issues of what about people, um, business acquaintances and friends. It talks about how we can approach uh, someone we hated. Um, it talks about how we never criticize the other person, and it's very specific on page seventy eight. His faults are not discussed. We stick to our own. That, that is, So it doesn't really matter what their bad behavior is. I'm, I'm there to, as it says, uh, uh, clean off my side of the street. Uh, it talks about uh, what, how to deal with financial amends, if we've uh, committed a, a criminal offense, um, and, and how to deal with uh, domestic problems. In, in dealing with Steps uh, 8 and 9, Roy makes it very clear that our amends to our, our spouse does not involve uh, dumping all of our, our sexual misconduct onto uh, our spouse. Uh, that is not an amends. That, that, is, uh, that is victimizing and traumatizing someone further. Um, on page 83, um, uh, there's, there, there's a paragraph. There may be some wrongs that can never be fully right. We don't worry about them if we can honestly say to ourselves we would write them if we could. Some people cannot be seen. We send them an honest letter. There may be a number of reasons why some people cannot be seen. And there may be some reasons why... Uh, I can't. I I can't write a letter. Um, let's talk about someone who I that I I sexually abused when when both of us were at, uh, adolescents or young adults, and my my uh, my my ac- alcoholism, drug addiction, and sexaholism were all really beginning to come into their own. Now. What kind of, what kind of woman is going to be attracted to somebody like that? How about a woman who already, who assumes that, that being abused is the way that men and women interact? So now it's, now I, you know, now it's 20 something years later and, and I'm getting all, all recovered and I haven't seen this person for a couple of decades. I have no idea. What's going on in her life and I uh, decide that I'm going to send her a letter and 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 make amends for all of my bad behavior and I, I somehow have gotten her address and I send it to her the mail comes and it's opened by uh, her boyfriend who beat her up last night and the night before that and now here's a letter from someone with whom she had sex before he ever knew her That's a real amends I've made, huh? I've made things so much better. Okay? There's a, may direct amends such people except when to do so may injure them or others. If I don't know, I don't do. Okay? But I'm prepared. I spoke earlier that I know, I know precisely how I am going to approach, and not just, not just the people with whom, whom I sexually abused. Okay? Anyone that I abuse in any way, I'm prepared to make amends because I've gone through the list and and I have, have written it. Now, if there's somebody, I was a blackout drinker, so so God only knows how many people may may be out there. Now, I don't look the same as I did 30 years ago, so maybe that's that's a blessing I have. But, but if somebody comes up and says, you don't remember me, do you? And I say, no, I don't. Um, I may I may find out that I have a whole other uh, harm and amends with which I have to deal, but I am prepared to do that. I don't have to defend. I don't have to try to make excuses. I don't have to try to minimize or or somehow explain why why the other person's hurt feelings uh, are are their problem and I had nothing to do with it. So I'm prepared for that. And there's a line in there I alluded to before. It says, We must lose uh, fear of our creditors uh, no matter f- how far we have to go for we are liable to drink if we are afraid to face them. I think I'm liable to relapse if I'm afraid to face anyone. So with with that being said, I really want to try to make as full amends as I can. I want to offer that... Uh, when you get ready to start writing out what you want to say to, to someone, as, you, as you're writing out the amends that you think will you want to take for each person and the way I, did, I suggest you do is take a name off of uh, your list, write it on a 3 by 5 index card um, and the amends is really uh, that, I, that I write is, is four simple parts One, these are the harms or the wrongs I know that I did. Two, is there any other harms that I I, uh, might not have mentioned that you want to tell me about? Three, uh, do you uh, want to tell me how any of this made you feel? So, one, I tell you what I know I did. Two, I, uh, I ask you if there's something I overlooked. And the instruction for that one is shut up and listen. Number three, do you do you need to tell me how this makes you feel? Same instruction, shut up and listen. No, yes, but no, I'm sorry. The most I might ever say in a comment is that was terrible, that was wrong of me. That's it. But I don't try to say, oh no, I didn't do that, or just shut up and listen. Number four. What can I do to make things right? Instruction for that is write it down. So you flip the index card over and you write it down. You don't promise you're going to do it. You're going to write it down. Suppose she says, yeah, I want you to give me the name of every one of those sluts you were sleeping with and their addresses and phone numbers. Okay, I wrote that down. I know what my sponsor is going to say, but I write it down. Um, but whatever whatever it is, I just write it down. Uh, it suggests in the big book that if somebody throws me out of their office or house or whatever, that uh, that while that may be painful to me, I have done my part. That's that's the best I can do. That's where my part shows up, by the way, in the text. Um, <clears throat> and then we go through that, that process. When you get ready to write out the amends, um, one of the best uh, guides or, or uh, aids I have starts at the bottom of page 80 where it talks about what it means to harm others And it suggests that if our tempers are consistently bad, we arouse anger in others. If we lie or cheat, we deprive others not only of their worldly goods but of their emotional security and peace of mind. We really issue them an invitation to become contemptuous and vengeful. If our sex conduct is selfish, we may excite jealousy, misery, and a strong desire to retaliate in kind. Such gross misbehavior is not at all a full catalog of the harms we do. Let us think of some of the subtler ones, which can be quite as damaging. Suppose that in our family lives we happen to be miserly, irresponsible, callous, or cold. Suppose we are irritable, critical, impatient, and humorless. Suppose we lavish attention on one member of the family and neglect the others. What happens when we try to dominate the whole family, either by a rule of iron or by a consistent outpouring of minute directions for just how their life should be lived from hour to hour. What happens when we wallow in depression, self-pity, oozing from every pore and inflict that upon those about us? Such a roster of harms done others, the kind that makes daily living with us as practicing sexaholics difficult and often unbearable, could be extended almost indefinitely. So I just went through that and looked. For example, with my wife, I got a perfect score on that. Every one of those, um, but with other people, um, uh, uh, maybe maybe they didn't have to put up with my bad temper, uh, but but uh, but maybe they maybe they had to uh, had to put up uh, with my uh, irresponsibility. Okay, coworkers had to put up with my irresponsibility. But I want to look and see what have I done. Uh, and, and, and when I write out the amends, I want to write it in such a way that I am not harming the other person. In the case of my now former wife, what I did was I went through and I came up with an example for each one of those so that when we finish, when I finished making amends to her, when I said, these are the harms I knew I've done, she knew that I understand, understand how living with me was difficult and often unbearable. She knew that I understand how difficult I had been. Okay? Uh and then I did the the other part, you know uh what anything asked her for anything else, etc. Um Are you open for Come on. Up. So 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 that's that so again that's that's I I, I try to do this work as uh, out of the literature to the best of my ability because because again this is the experience of how uh, thousands of other people have recovered hello my name is Ben I'm a gratefully recovering sexaholic uh... my question is for uh... what's the best definition that you can think of of what it means to cause harm I don't know of a, a definition in the big book or in the white book, and I think a lot of it comes from experience. I struggle when it comes to, should I say this, should I not, out of uh, what that word means. Thank you. That's kind of like pornography. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. And and, and I mean that seriously. Uh, what's harmful to one person may not be harmful to another. I think this checklist on page eighty and eighty one in the twelve and twelve is a good place to start um, and uh and, and and I realized that by being in active addiction during the first uh, ten years of my son's life uh, that um, that that a lot of the harm I did him was more of omission and neglect rather than active abuse and harm. Uh, but the, again that's where that's where going through this with a with a sponsor and other people can help me get a much more clear vision of who I am.
2: Keith I'm a sexual um, I wanted to go back over your list of what you do to make an amends. I didn't catch all of it but the, the one I was concerned about was the fourth one you said, you listen, uh, you asked him what, what you can do to make it better, and he listened and he'd write it down on the back of the, or your three-by-five, but you don't promise to do it. Is that correct? Is
1: that right, correct? yeah. I don't. I just asked, what, what do you want me to do to make this right? And I write it down. I don't make any commitments uh, uh, necessarily uh, because I, obviously if I owe somebody money, I know what the amends is. Give me my money, okay. Now, if I know that before I go in, and I've been I've I've been working with my sponsor, I know what I know what I can afford to pay um, uh, on a payment plan. Now, I'm I'm fortunate that 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 when I got out of the hospital, my my banking account was under ten dollars, but I still had I still had a job. I had a license. And, and I, I was not in good financial shape by any stretch of imagination, but I was able to, I, ha, I was able to come up with a payment plan so that I was able to repay all my creditors in a way that they found acceptable.
2: Well, like it was my spouse, and we're separated right now, if, if I asked her, what can I do to make it right?" She's going to take that as a, a, an indication on my part that I'm going to do everything that she's telling me to do. And if I don't, then it's just another broken promise, or you know, uh, just BS on my part, just trying to get back in her
1: good graces. And and the the and my my response to that is from Anon, I am not I am responsible for what I say, not for what the other person hears. So so you write it down, go talk to your sponsor, and then if you want, you can make a, an approach and say. Um, after considering what you said and discussing with some other people, here's what I feel I can do. Because, it, again, let's go back to creditors. It says, I want all my money and I want it now. I don't have it now. Well, then I'll see you in court. Okay, it'll be bankruptcy court. And you'll get 20 cents on the dollar. If that's what you want, you'll get, if that's what you demand, you can have what you demand. Or you can work with me and recover more. but but again if it, if when people get into all or none i say okay you got it none my former wife was all or none we've been divorced for 20 20 something years thank god and uh i mean it, you know it that was that was it I, I i heard what she said but for her it had to be her way or not and Oh well. <laughs> right.
0: um,
1: Ibrahim recovering since I'm... Hi, Ibrahim. I'm sorry. Um, my question is, uh, for a long time, why so I struggled with step eight is because uh, most of the harm that I did was in childhood. Like I, I got bullied a lot in childhood, and I also hurt a lot of people uh, because of that. Uh, and then doing my step four, I realized that a lot of resentments that I still carried were
2: from harms done.
1: Oh, thank you. We're from harm's done in childhood. So, um, do I owe amends for that as well? Uh, again, I think the question is, and this is this goes to the other question: what exactly is a harm? Uh, because um, uh, when when I when I was uh, in in grammar school, um, we didn't have fights on the playground every day, or probably not even every week. By any stretch of the imagination, uh, but we did have um, the occasional altercation on the, the on the playground, and uh, and and nobody ended up going to uh, going to the hospital or or anything like that. People weren't picking up baseball bats and breaking bones. Uh, so so the first thing is uh, that 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 you know that is it seems to me to be one of those I can't even remember the name of the person who shoved me out of line and of course like in in, in football the, the this person who retaliates who gets caught and that 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 happened I don't even remember the name of the person but I also know that that I did it to some people on occasion and I don't remember their names because that's what kids do okay and it's teachers jobs to Keep some degree of order in the chaos. So I don't, you know, I don't do that. I will tell you. One person told me about, um, and this was, I don't know whether it was seventh or eighth grade or so. It was, it was, but it was uh, there was a uh, there was a person in his class who was very studious, always made good grades, and just before the uh, the exams came up, this guy took his his books and hid them uh, the, uh, so that he didn't have access to them the weekend before the final exam. And and he felt that was a serious harm for this fellow because this guy's... I mean, if somebody had done that to me, I wouldn't even remember it today. But this was part of this guy's identity and he did it specifically to hurt this fellow and apparently it did upset him. So he felt he owed this guy an immense and uh And he was prepared to make the amends, and did everything and uh and and it's kind of like as if the guy had had the name Joe Smith in his country and uh and and you know in just in the city where he lived, there's five hundred Joe Smiths or hundred or whatever. So anyway, the long and short of it was that he prepared his amends, never expecting to be able to offer it. and then, when he was prepared to make the amends. The guy showed up in his life for the first time in 25 years. Probably just a coincidence. So basically, like if I actually remember the name of the person and I recall exactly what I did and I know it was harmful, um, if it was in high school or in younger than that, can I still... Like oh, abs if you if you feel that that there's a real harm mm-hmm. done cause because a lot of the sexual harms I had started in high school and they were they were predatory, abusive relationships where I was using vulnerable girls for my own sexual gratification with no regard what was best for them. because for damn sure, at fifteen, sixteen years old, being involved in that type of, of sexual relationship was not in their best interest. So I owe those girls an uh, amends. Okay, and and I've, I've I've been able to make a couple of those amends. And one of the one of the girls, who's now a and now she'd be sixty years old, so she's not a girl anymore. Uh, she was an alcoholic, maybe a sexaholic as well. And and I don't know if she's still alive. But if 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 she shows up in in an AA or SA meeting one day, I'm prepared to make the amends. I know exactly what her, I need to say to her.
2: So, thank you. How you doing? I'm Joe, grateful for recovering sexologist. Thanks for. Hey Joe. Thanks for this session. Um, so I. No doubt about it, of all the steps I think the the biggest challenge for me personally is going to be the second half of step eight. Right? I mean the list that's not that hard to make my list. Becoming entirely willing uh becoming willing to make amends for them all. Um, yeah, there's there's an ex wife. And uh uh, I'm not, if I'm honest, 100% honest, uh, I'm not there yet. I still have work to do to be entirely, be, become willing to make amends to her. But I, I want to get to that place. I'm not in that place yet. And I just wanted to ask you if you could specifically comment. I mean, one thing that comes across in your talk is a very strong sense of preparedness to, you know, bring it on. I mean, you, you know, you, Come across one of these people, or you run into one of these people, you're ready to go. Um, is there somebody that was really, really hard for you to be ready to go, and how did you, how did you get to the place where you were ready to go in terms of making amends to that particular person?
1: Well, the short answer is 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 yes, because because uh, there 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 were a number. Of people that if we'd gone to court, a jury trial might have found that it was a 60 40 split in my favor. Now, in my mind, it was a 99 1 split. But, uh, but whatever it was, it doesn't matter because I need to be free from, I need to be free from my resentment toward that person. And I need to be completely clean so that that person has no more leverage over me. Uh I in other words, I'm not afraid to see this person. I'm not afraid of what this person's going to say. I'm not afraid this person's going to walk into my church and say, "I know you, you son of a bitch, and this is what you've done," and be embarrassed about what this person says. Okay? Um, uh the people in my church uh uh uh, uh are very much aware of my my recovery, and uh, and and so that's not that's not I just that's not the fear, okay. Uh, the uh, but but what I don't want to do is have some is have one of these unpleasant people uh, trying to trying to manipulate me through guilt or anything of that sort, um, and and so in order to get free, I just go acknowledge. Uh, one of the things that really upsets my former wife is when she starts trying to drag stuff up. I uh, like to say, we've been, gosh, we've been divorced for a quarter of a century. And, and she'll start bringing something up, and I'll say, yes, we've, I've already discussed that with you and said I was wrong. What, what are you, I, I don't understand what you're trying to say. And what she's trying to say is, damn it, I want you to feel worse. I want you to feel bad now. That's what she wants. Sorry, not going to blanch that. That's not my amends to you. So, so, so that's part of it. Now, um, uh, uh, but, but the term about willingness, and this is a, this is something that, that I can't remember who taught me this, and, and in general, I'm not a big fan of sports analogies, but this is one, uh, that, that really does seem to fit. And, uh, um, uh, uh I'm 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 a Tennessee fan but uh uh one of the uh running backs that that uh that that might be more recently famous is a fellow named Derrick Henry who uh was was a Heisman Trophy uh candidate from Alabama and uh and and is now a pro football player and uh, I've never had gotten a chance to have a conversation with him but i suspect that if you say ask him well mr henry do you enjoy going to the gym and doing uh, 150 squats every day and running up and down the stadium stairs for 30 minutes every day and 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 doing this many bench presses and all this and and do, and practicing in 100 degree heat which we get in nashville and he's just going to look at me and say are you a fool of course i don't enjoy that well, Mr. Henry, do you enjoy uh, hitting the seam, putting the linebacker on his butt, bowling over two defensive backs and dancing in the end zone? Of course I do. So the willingness doesn't mean that he wants to do all that prep work, but he's willing to do what he doesn't enjoy in order to attain a goal that is important to him. And the goal is freedom. That's my point. The goal is freedom. Um, if When we read the, uh, the problem, there's a line in there some of you may remember. First addicts, then love cripples. We took from others to fill up what was missing in ourselves. Okay? Now, I don't know about you guys, but I did not come to SA so a group of love cripples could teach me how to walk with a limp. I came to SA for freedom. From the bondage of lust, and and uh, and and what this program has done for me is uh, has expelled the obsession with lust. Um, there's a there's a uh, the the uh, in uh, the twelve and twelve on page fifteen. This is this is one of the one of my favorite uh, paragraphs in all the literature. A.A.'s 12 Steps, which are S.A.'s 12 Steps, are a group of principles spiritual in their nature which, if practiced as a way of life, can expel the obsession to drink and enable the sufferer to become happily and usefully whole. On page 69 of the White Book, Roy talks about uh, that we can look forward to the day when the obsession, but not the temptations, will be removed. And and for me, the obsession with lust has been removed. And um, and and when I showed up in SA, Harvey had nine and a half years of sobriety at my first meeting. I remember when he celebrated his, his tenth anniversary, and of course, he was the first person in Nashville to do that. Uh, several of the guys in my uh, uh, in in my first meeting. Uh, are, are 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 within a year or so of harvey I've now known Harvey twenty years, and I can tell you that he has continued to grow in the last five years just as he was growing twenty years ago. Now the growth may not be as dramatic or noticeable because he's got you know it's kind of like when 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 a when a redwood grows six inches. You wouldn't notice it because it started off, so you know. So, so, so we're adding to our recovery. But, but my grand sponsor's got fifty years of, of, uh, or well, fifty three years of sobriety in AA. And in the time I've known him over the last decade, his wife of however many years passed away, and I saw him go through that grief process, and I, I saw the growth also during that same time. His house was somewhat damaged by a flood, not devastated like in Houston, but it was damaged by a flood. I've seen him go through some difficult times and I've watched him grow through that. So, so, so what I, what I believe about this program is there's no upper limit on how, how far I can go or how free I can be. And that, that is what, that's what I want to suggest absolutely um i want to uh i want to uh 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 offer something this this session is i know on steps 4 through 9 but 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 uh before before uh i i wrap this up and and just open it for any uh questions or further discussion or sharing what I want to uh, offer is, is from page 84. And uh, right after the promises, and are these extravagant promises, it says this thought brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory to set right any new mistakes as we go along. Next sentence I want you to hear. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. Which tells me that while, I, or at least it told my sponsor to tell me that while I'm doing steps 8 and 9, I should be practicing step 10, and then when you get to the end step, of step 10, it tells you you gotta get on to step 11. So my sponsor had me doing step 10 and 11 while I was doing steps 8 and 9. Two points I want to make about this. First of all, if I, if I don't continue to take personal inventory if i don't start doing step 10 till i've made my very last amends which i still haven't done by the way then 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 i'm going to be i'm going to be creating a lot more wreckage so step step 10 uh, as i'm cleaning up the wreckage of the past allows me to to keep cleaning things up each day the next the next point I want to, want to make is that because I'm practicing uh, prayer and meditation, um, I can't make amends by myself. I'm, I'm, way, I'm way too overcome by fear, guilt, shame perhaps to go make amends by myself. I need, I need a power greater than myself in order to be able to do such a thing, and so so again, by doing steps ten and eleven, as I'm doing eight and nine, I am that 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 keeps me in fit spiritual condition uh, to, to 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 do the work, and and I'm guessing it probably took me from the time that we finished step five till the time that I had my amends ready to to go was was uh maybe a couple of weeks it wasn't a month or two it was it was not that long. I also remember the first time that I showed uh Rick the draft of the amends that I planned to make to my now former wife and uh uh R- Rick is not politically correct today um, obstreperous is the word my my wife uses uh and he certainly wasn't then and he picked up a, a red pen i don't know if you're where uh teachers aren't allowed to use red pens anymore it hurts the psyche of the students he picked up a red pen and he starts just looking at all this beautiful prose i'd written and he just starts marking through it every so often he'll just make a little note in the margin like like uh like bs and uh and and uh and fly and whatever you know and when he's finished marking it up, he, he and he hands it back to me, and 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 I mean, there's a I can see there's a lot of work. I'm really grateful that he did that because what I was originally trying to do was was excuse or minimize my bad behavior, and 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 he, and and he made the point that 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 if I want to be free. I've got to be free of the worst of my past. Just, 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 you know, uh, just trying to, 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 to put a little, uh, put, put, you know, uh, uh, a a new coat of paint over, over, you know, mildew and and stuff like that is not going to work. So he really wanted me to get down to the, to the, to, to get so that once we were done, and, and, and at the time I didn't appreciate the wisdom, I didn't appreciate much of any of that, but, but, but I, I alluded to this earlier. Because I made a thorough amends to my, to my former wife 20-something years ago, now when she tries to drag up, uh, things from 30, 40 years ago, to beat me up, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to react to that. I don't, I, I can simply, as I, as I suggest, I can say, yes, I did that. That was wrong. And I've already made amends for that. Do you have anything else? And, uh, and I've been able, I've been able to do that. Um, fairly effectively Uh, so that so that um, so that she can't bring her she can't let her personal hell encroach on the heaven that I have found in my recovery. Um, So I'm just looking I think probably uh, this would be a a uh, a good time for us to take a break uh, if you when, you when we come back I've, that's, that's pretty much all of my uh, prepared remarks if you have any questions or want to get into a little more detail uh, think about what you'd like to do during the break and uh, we will uh, come back it's five minutes till five why don't we come back about ten minutes after That'll be a fifteen minute break. We don't have to use all the time that's allotted. But if you do have questions, I'm willing to stay here until we till we till we do have to leave. We at the at the end of this session we're gonna have to clear the room so they can set up for dinner. But we will have some time when we come back. So think about any questions or comments you may have and we'll be back in about fifteen minutes. Thank you.